Hello, I'm Chef Ian Bromstead, and welcome to Regal Fair, where I'll show you how to create simple and elegant meals just like we do at some of the finest restaurants in this country. First, we're going to make a cauliflower soup with Swiss chard nudie. Then we're going to make a roasted black bass with corn and truffle. Then we'll brulee some bananas with hazelnuts and some dark chocolate. So we can go ahead and get started right away on making our cauliflower soup. So to start my cauliflower soup, I'm gonna take just a little bit of extra virgin olive oil, and I'm just gonna start sweating some Spanish onion with just a little bit of kosher salt, just to help the onion sweat. What the salt does is it helps release a little bit of the moisture in the onion, and it'll eventually help cook the onion a little, a little gentler. Helps let that moisture from the onion start to sweat out, and it helps keep it from burning. That way we have a nice, tender, translucent, brilliantly clear white onion. So as these are cooking, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to make just a little bit of pickled red onion. Over in this pan, I'm going to take a little bit more extra virgin olive oil. And I'm going to take just these nice pieces of red onion and just we're going to drop these right in this oil. I'm just going to start to get just a little bit of caramelization on the, on the red onions. Just want to stir these around just gently. You don't want to get too much color. I like to just get just a little bit of caramelization right on the right on the purple side. So now that we're just starting to get just a little bit of color on these red onions, I'm just going to take about a tablespoon of red wine vinegar and I'm just going to deglaze this pan with the red wine vinegar. I'll let these cook for just another 30 seconds and we'll pull them off. So this way when we go to plate our soup we'll have these beautiful purple onions to garnish our soup with. So I'm just going to pull these off and just let these sit in that vinegar and continue to get a little bit of pickling happening. So now that our onion has started to come down, we can see that they're starting to get a little translucent. They're starting to wilt. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to add about two tablespoons of sliced raw garlic. I'm just going to let this sweat in here. So now that our onions and garlic are sweating along nicely, I'm going to make just a little bit of parsley oil. I'm just going to take about two bunches of Italian flat leaf parsley. I'm going to get them into this blender here. And we want a nice, nice generous amount of parsley. It's going to make for a really nice bright green oil. It'll look really beautiful against the color of our cauliflower soup. So now that we have all of our parsley in, I'm going to add uh, about a quarter of a cup of grapeseed oil. I really like the grapeseed oil for this because it's sort of a neutral oil. It'll really take on that beautiful green color of the parsley. So we can just slowly start to blend. And as we're blending, we're going to want to make sure that we're pushing the sides down so that we get all the parsley incorporated without having to add too much oil. The more oil will help it make it easier to blend, but the more oil that we add, the less green the ultimate, ultimate finished product will be. So I want to try and work all this oil, all this parsley down into a little bit of oil. So we can just continue to blend. Just trying to get all the parsley incorporated very gently. And if we have to stop and turn it back on, it's okay. 
it's better to try and get a large volume of parsley into a small amount of oil. So we can take our time getting all this blended together. So as that's blending, we can see now that our onions and garlic are nice and translucent. They're nice and sweet and tender. So to this, I'm just going to add about a pint of chopped raw cauliflower. And we're just going to stir all this in together. So now that all these onions and cauliflower are mixed together, I'm just going to add about a cup of heavy cream. It's going to add a real nice richness to the soup. And then we can add just enough water just to cover. We can let this keep simmering and go back to our oil. So now that our parsley oil is at a nice thick green paste, we can really let this go. Now the idea here is that we want to kind of get the, the parsley hot inside the blender because what that, that's actually happening is it's actually starting to cook the parsley and when we go ahead and we cook the parsley in the oil, the oil is going to take on this beautiful green color. So just a little more blending. Just a little more. So now that we have our parsley and oil thoroughly combined and we're starting to get just a little bit of heat from the from the parsley oil. We can see that there's a little wisps of steam coming out of here. So that's good. We want that. We want the oil to start to get hot in the blender before we transfer it to the to this pot here. So now that we have all of our warm, beautifully bright green parsley puree, we can go ahead and we can just get this right on a burner. And we can just start cooking this. So the idea here is that we want to bring this up to about frying temperature almost about 300 degrees, so we can just continue to cook and stir this. Get this out of the way. So the idea here is that we're just going to cook this just until it starts to bubble. Um, shouldn't take long. We don't want to cook it too long. The idea is we want to cook it quickly so that it retains that beautiful bright green color. We can just continue to cook this. And now, next, we can start making our Swiss chard nudi. So for our nudi, I'm going to take about a half of a cup of ricotta cheese, about, let's say, three tablespoons of grated Parmesan-Reggiano cheese, uh, let's say about a third of a cup of chopped Swiss chard. So now that we have these things together, we can season this with just a little bit of kosher salt, a little bit of ground fresh nutmeg, and a little bit of cracked black pepper. So we can see our parsley oil starting to fry nicely over here. So this is just about ready. We can go ahead and shut this off. We can start to see that we're getting a beautiful bright green color in here. I'm just going to let this sit here. Just continue to stay hot for just another few moments. So now that we have our ricotta cheese, our Swiss chard, and our Parmesan Reggiano cheese together, we can beat one egg into this. So we have our one egg in here. So now that we have all this egg incorporated into our nudie mix, we can go ahead and we can add just a little bit of all-purpose flour. So now that this is thoroughly combined, 
I'm just going to take just enough all-purpose flour just until it will start to form a dough. Um, ideally, we want to add the least amount of flour as possible because that's going to leave the delicious flavor of the, of the cheeses to come through. And the flour is just really here as a binder just to keep the finish nudie as a nice finished product. Just a little more flour here. And now we have a nice thick nudie dough that we can roll into a little ball. So now that we have our nudie dough completed, uh, I'm just going to go ahead and I'm going to take this and I'm just going to take a nice little spoonful. I'm just going to drop this right into this boiling salted water over here. So I'm just going to let this poach nice and gently, simmering. Simmering water is good. So we're going to let our nudie cook for another two or three minutes just until it starts to float. We're going to strain our parsley oil through a coffee filter and then I'm going to let this cook for about another 10 or 15 minutes just until the cauliflower is tender. Then we're going to blend it. So we're going to get this all cleaned up and we'll come right back to start working on our sea bass. Welcome back. So we're going to go ahead and we're going to start working on our black bass now. So to make our black bass, I'm going to start by making just a little bit of corn puree. So I'm just going to take a little bit of extra virgin olive oil here. And I'm just going to sweat a little bit of Spanish onion here. I'm going to add just a little bit of kosher salt to the onion. Again, that helps sweat the onion. So we're just going to stir this in nice and gently. So now that our onion is starting to get a little bit translucent, starting to wilt, I'm going to go ahead and add just about a clove of shaved garlic, shaved raw garlic. I'm just going to let this continue to cook here. So I'm going to make just a little bit of truffle vinaigrette. So I'm going to take just a little bit of this black truffle here. This is just a little bit of black chopped truffle. Uh, this has actually become something that's becoming more readily available these days. Most, a lot of grocery stores have some sort of truffle product. This is just a chopped black truffle in olive oil. So I'm going to add about a tablespoon of the chopped black truffle. I'm going to add about a teaspoon of raw minced shallot. Come back here, check on our onions. Almost ready here. So now that our onion and garlic has come down just a little bit. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to add, let's say about a cup of, let's say about a cup and a half of raw shelled corn. All I did was peel the corn out of the husks and then just cut it right off the cob. So we can just let this cook in here for just another minute. And then to finish our black truffle vinaigrette, I'm going to take just a little bit of freshly squeezed lemon juice. A little bit of ground black pepper. And just a little bit of extra virgin olive oil. So now we have our black truffle dressing ready. We can take a look at our corn here. Now that our corn is starting to take on some of that delicious flavor from the onion and the garlic, I'm just going to take just a little bit of plain water and I'm just going to cover this corn with it. 
I'm just going to let that continue to cook for just a few moments, just until the corn's cooked. So now we can start working on seasoning our black bass. So I have a beautiful little piece of black bass here. I'm just going to season it with just a little bit of salt and ground black pepper, both sides. So now that we have our fish seasoned, I'm just going to take just a little bit of extra virgin olive oil here. I'm just going to lay this fish right down in this olive oil. I like to cook my bass in a pan that's not too, too hot because you'll see what's starting to happen already is the skin is starting to curl up. So I don't like to drop my bass in a pan that's really, really hot. I, like a lot of, I know a lot of people like to cook their fish at a really high temperature to start, but I like to start it kind of slow. We have a non-stick pan. We shouldn't run the risk of sticking, so I want to cook it nice and gently. So now that our bass is cooking nice and gently, our corn is cooking nice and gently. So we just want to cook this corn for just a few moments. We just want to let the corn come to a nice tender texture. We don't want the corn to be too crunchy still. We just want it smooth enough so that when we go to puree it, it'll be nice, smooth, and creamy. Almost ready. Just another few moments here. So we can see that our bass is starting to curl up just a little bit. That's okay. I like to just touch and make sure that it's not stuck to the pan anywhere. And now that we're starting to cook, we're starting to get a little sizzle. I'm just going to apply just a little bit of pressure right on the, against the flesh of the fish so that we get a nice surface contact with the, the skin of the fish and the oil so that we get a nice crispy skin. So now that our corn is almost cooked, I think we can go to puree this. Just another couple seconds. You can see the corn still holding its shape. Still going to be just a little crunchy. I'm going to cook this for just another few moments here. Come back to our fish. Again, constant, constant attention when we're cooking our delicate little piece of fish here. Cook this nice and slowly on the skin side. You can see the fish is still quite rare. Just gentle pressure, gentle pressure on the flesh. So I think our corn is just about ready. Add just a little bit more plain water here to this corn. I'm going to go ahead and slow this fish down just a little bit more. Nice, gentle, nice, gentle saute on the fish. So now that our corn ragu is just about ready to blend, I'm going to transfer this right into the blender. Just puree this up to a nice smooth consistency. Back, check on our fish. So now that our corn has been completely pureed. I'm just going to transfer this corn puree right in here. So now we have this beautiful, nice, light yellow corn puree. So now that we have our corn puree ready, I'm just going to add about a cup of this raw corn right to the corn puree. We're going to make a little creamless cream corn puree. 
So I just want to cook this corn in the puree, the kernel, the whole kernels of corn in the puree for just a few moments, maybe one or two minutes, just to, just to cook the corn just gently. Now I can see that our bass is just about there. Go ahead and just turn off the heat, the residual heat in this pan will cook this very nicely. Just want to make sure that again we're keeping a nice delicate pressure right on the surface of the skin, or the surface of the flesh. We continue to cook like that. And now that our corn is just about cooked here, I'm just going to go ahead and I'm going to add just a little bit of these beautiful red radishes here. Uh, a little bit of these fresh green peas, green English peas. I just blanched these peas. I just took them out of their shells and blanched them just for about 10 or 15 seconds, just until they're nice, nice and bright and green. A little more peas. So we have this beautiful corn ragu here. So now we can go ahead and we can start to plate. So I'm just going to take a nice, generous amount of this beautiful corn ragu here. Beautiful with the color of the radishes and the peas. I really love the yellow and the red and the green here. It's really gorgeous, creamless cream corn ragu. Just cook this fish just on the other side for just another few seconds just to finish cooking. Shouldn't take more than another 10 or 15 seconds on the flesh side. So now that we have our creamless cream corn ragu down, I'm just going to take just a little bit of our black truffle vinaigrette that we made with the shallot and the lemon juice and the extra virgin olive oil. I'm just going to get a nice amount of this beautiful black truffle vinaigrette all over this corn ragu. I really love the colors here. I love the black and the yellow and the green and the red from the radish. So now that our fish is completely cooked, I'm just going to lift this guy out of here and set this right on top. Now this is kind of a fun thing that I like to use a lot. Um, this is actually just popcorn that I put in the blender. It makes for a nice white, light, powdery popcorn. And the flavor works really well with this because it's popcorn and the corn ragu. And then just to finish, I have just a little bit of these pea greens. These are just little pea tendrils. I'm just going to put a nice little tussle right here. So here we have our roasted black bass with corn and truffle. I'm going to get this cleaned up and we'll be right back to brulee our bananas. Welcome back. So we're going to go ahead and start working on our dessert course now. So I'm going to start making just a little bit of whipped cream here. So I'm going to take about, well, let's say three tablespoons of heavy whipping cream. I'm going to season it with about, well, let's say a teaspoon of white sugar. And we can just start whisking this. So pretty quickly this will turn from a, a liquid to a pretty thick, pretty thick, rich foam here. Now we can start to see the, it's already getting some texture. It's already starting to get nice and thick. So now that our whipped cream is thoroughly whipped, I'm just going to add about a half a teaspoon of vanilla extract and just whisk that in. So now that we have our whipped cream ready, I'm just going to go ahead and I'm going to transfer this to a pastry bag that I fitted with a little pastry tip. So now that we have our whipped cream ready and in the bag, 
gonna pull it out of this little Bain Marie here. Just squeeze all this whipped cream down to the bottom. So now that we have our whipped cream ready, I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna start bruleeing some bananas. So I'm just gonna open the banana. And I'm gonna split it down the middle. Trim off the ends, make them a little, a little more square, and then just cut this right in half. Maybe cut a little off this end too. So now that we have our bananas cut, I'm just gonna line them right on this plate here. So now that we have our bananas sliced, I'm just gonna take a little bit of white sugar. I'm just gonna put a Mm, generous amount of sugar on top of these bananas. I don't want to go too, too much, but we do want to have enough so that we'll be able to brulee these. So now that we have all the sugar on the bananas, I'm just going to take our blowtorch. And I'm just going to start by melting the sugar so we can go through and get all the sugar melted. And then we can go back and get some nice caramelization. So now that we have all the sugar melted, now just very, very gently, I'm just starting to get just a little bit of caramelization from the sugar. I really love the crispy texture that the brulee banana is gonna have, and I really love a little bit of extra sweetness on this. I really love the flavor of the caramel with the banana. So now that we have all of our bananas brulee, I'm going to take just a little bit of this melted chocolate here. So I just have about two ounces of dark chocolate that I melted with about an ounce of heavy cream and about a teaspoon of white sugar. I'm just going to take a little bit of this chocolate sauce, put a nice little pool here on the plate, and then I'm just going to drag it across the plate to make a little bed for the bananas. So now that we have our brulee bananas, I'm just going to go ahead and get these brulee bananas right on the chocolate sauce. This last banana down. And we can take some of our whipped cream, get this right down to the bottom. Now that we have our whipped cream here, we can just go ahead and put a bunch of dots around. I really like the flavor of the chocolate and the whipped cream and the caramelized bananas. I think they go really well together. So I have here just a little bit of just a little bit of toasted and chopped hazelnuts. I'll just put those around. I really like the textural crunch that the hazelnuts have and I really like the flavor of the hazelnuts. I think they go really well with the chocolate and the bananas. Chocolates and hazelnut and bananas are some of my favorite flavors. And then we're just going to take a few mint leaves here and just put these all around. Really nice light dessert, you know, it's no, no, no real starch or anything, so it's very nice and light. Really like that. So here we have our brulee bananas with hazelnuts and dark chocolate. I'm going to get this cleaned up and we'll be right back to present the rest of our dishes.
Welcome back. So we're going to go ahead and we're just going to finish up our cauliflower soup. So all I did was I just pureed our cauliflower soup and just passed it through a strainer so it's nice smooth consistency. So I'm just going to put a nice generous amount of this beautifully creamy cauliflower soup right here in this bowl. I'm going to take just one of these Swiss chard nudies that we made, just drop it right in. And then I'm going to take just a little bit of our parsley oil and just drizzle it around. Beautiful green, looks great against the white soup. And then just take just a few of these pieces of pickled onion and just place these around. And then here we have our cauliflower soup with Swiss chard nudie. And if you remember, we have our black sea bass with corn and black truffle. And then to finish our meal, we had our brulee bananas with dark chocolate and hazelnuts. I'm Chef Ian Bromstead, and I hope you enjoyed this episode of Regal Fair. We'll see you next time.